0: Hey friends, it's Sherry. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about an upcoming virtual summit I'm a guest speaker at, and you can attend for free. So whether you're an entrepreneur seeking to boost cash flow and leads or a career professional ready to take the leap into entrepreneurship, this event is designed with your specific needs in mind. It's an opportunity you don't want to be missed. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it will be an epic experience. So join me and 15 plus other top female entrepreneur experts for the rise of the entrepreneur, navigating the entrepreneurial landscape for female professionals five-day summit. Together, we're gonna dig deep into our wealth of ex- expertise, offering invaluable support for career professionals and entrepreneurs like you. Every year, you see my friend Sherelle Slace host this event and collectively she brings in over 4,000 women at all levels wanting to implement new strategies and take their businesses to the next level. And I'm so excited to be one of the guest speakers this year. And I'm also attending this event myself. And I would love to invite you to join me. So this five-day virtual summit runs May 13th through 17th. And during that time, you can catch all the replays of the trainings. Trainings like From unknown to unstoppable, publicity tactics for fearless female entrepreneurs, or manage your money like a boss, or navigating the entrepreneurial landscape for female professionals, or this one I'm very interested about, top four legal mistakes to avoid on your online business. And my topic is unleash your strengths and thrive in entrepreneurship. So you're not going to want to miss this one. So reserve your spot now. Yep, go ahead. Put this episode on pause, go over and register, and then hop back in here to finish listening. All you have to do is head over to rebrand.ly backslash Rises Summit backslash Sherry Miter. So rebrand.ly backslash Rises Summit backslash Sherry Miter. I'm sorry, rise Summit. There's only one S there. (laughs) And I will put that link in the show notes for you as well. So do me one more favor. If you register, pop into our new Motivated for More Facebook group and let me know if you'll be watching the summit next week. We can compare notes together. All right, my friend, hope to see you at the summit and let's get back to today's episode. Welcome to the Uncharted Entrepreneur's Podcast. If you're ready to tap into your God-given strengths, Discover simple success strategies and set that dream that's buried in your soul free. This podcast is for you. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Miter. I went from building a chimney cleaning business with my husband to ranking in the top 1% as a leader in network marketing to my true calling as a visionary strategist and coach. I'm passionate about helping others navigate the sea of business and life. If you're ready to leave the daily grind behind and discover the joy of entrepreneurship, let's untie those dock lines and set sail. We are going into uncharted territory. Hey friends, Sherry, your host here, and we are finishing up our leadership series. And hopefully you've been... um, diving into what your leadership style is. This is the fourth and final of the series, and I'm going to go through the good side or the strengths of each leadership style, all four of them, and also some of the danger buoys, the things to watch out for, because we all have them. (laughs) And, you know, just like everything, there are good sides and bad sides to every leadership style. And of course, just like when we're out sailing, we have to watch out for the danger buoys, or we might end up stuck on a pile of rocks in the middle of the lake, which can totally put a damper on a great sailing day. Every leader needs to be mindful of the downside of their leadership style. And of course, most leaders are a combination of each of these styles, and you may recognize yourself in a couple of them. You might recognize yourself in the strengths, but you might also see like, eesh, I've been doing that. And this podcast isn't meant to make you feel bad about what you've been doing. That maybe is part of the danger side of it. But I just want to make you aware of it because I do feel like awareness is the key. And if we can be aware of things that are our strengths, but then also aware of things that are our areas of weakness, we can improve upon them. And just being mindful of it will help you like, whoa, stop. You know, you're doing it again. Or oof, this is what Sherry talked about in that podcast. I've fallen into that trap. Now, of course, If you feel like, oh, I am really stuck on the rocks (laughs) as you listen to this podcast, I have a special promotion for you at the end that I would invite you to just, let's just chat about it. Let's get you out of the rocks, out of the danger buoy area, and off to sailing to become the best leader that you're designed to be, That the way God made you. and I want to start off with this quote that came directly from my Clifton Strengths managers report, which, by the way, is the new report Gallup has out, and it's phenomenal for leaders. It's called the managers report, but for most of us manager, leader, it's kind of the same thing. But anyway, the quote was, the best way to lead confidently and lead well is to lead with your strengths. So Again, we're just going to go through the four leadership styles, and I'm going to share what the strengths are, but then the danger buoys to watch out for. So let's start with the executing leader. These leaders can be the hardest working of the bunch. They tend to get things done with speed, precision, and accuracy. They can take an idea and make it a reality, and they'll work tirelessly to accomplish the goal. The danger buoy for them to watch out for is they may fall into the trap of i'm just gonna do it myself um, I see that happen a lot in the network marketing ind- network marketing industry and it's no wonder that the personal court of sales in You know, where I came from the Mary Kay world. So, in in our direct sales company, we were recognized at the end of the year for three main categories. One was personal court of sales, one was personal court of sharing, meaning how many new team members did you bring onto your team? Court of sales obviously was how much did you sell during the course of the year. And then there was the team one, and that's our circle of achievement. And It's no wonder that so many, when you look at the list, the court of sales was always, I don't know, like maybe triple the amount of people in the court of sharing and also in the court of achievement, which was even smaller because so many of the leaders would fall into that. You know what? I'm just going to go out and sell myself. I don't want to, I can't trust my team members to do what they say they're going to do. So there is a lack of trust there, which is one of the biggest problems any leader could have. Your team needs to trust you and you need to trust your team. And that could be an issue with all four of these leadership styles. That's for a whole nother podcast talking about trust and what your leaders, what your team members need from you. But that was something that I saw a lot of people do is just like, you know what? I have these big goals, but I I don't trust my team, or I don't know how to lead my team, but I know how to sell, so I'm just going to go out and do it myself. And executing leaders are really, really guilty of that because they love to get things done, but they don't always like to take the time to um, nourish and build that relationship and build their leadership skills so that they can take the team along with them. Executing leaders may also become impatient with the team members who don't share their get-it-done attitude. And finally, they can get into goal-achieving mode at the expense of what really matters. Now, I'll be honest, I do not lead with executing. (laughs) You may have heard me say this before. For myself, executing doesn't even show up until my number 10 strength on the Clifton Strengths Assessment. But I have fallen into that trap and I have seen countless people and leaders, whether they're in network marketing or corporate America, fall into that trap. And that's where burnout happens. That's also where our families suffer because we're so busy getting things done, we forget how to prioritize of what really matters. And you know, we've heard it said before, does it really matter if you make a million dollars if when you look back, you have nobody left? in your life that matters to you? No, it's not. So that's something executing leaders definitely need to watch out for. So again, those are some of the danger buoys that show up with executing leaders. So if harnessed correctly and by taking time to truly lead your team, executing leaders can and will get a lot, if not all of their goals, done. And it's super fun when they can bring their team along with them. Okay, let's talk about influencing leaders. So these leaders are great at selling the big ideas. They're able to take charge, speak up, and be heard. They are extremely good at speaking to a broader audience and meeting bigger goals. This can happen both internally with the team or externally outside of the team. They are the ones who can stand on stage and excite everyone to follow them. What these leaders need to watch out for is when the excitement fades, what happens? (laughs) I'm sure you've experienced this yourself. You go to a seminar or an event And maybe you are the leader up on stage doing the rah-rah and getting everybody pumped up and excited to achieve all these big things. Or maybe you've been in the audience and you've felt that way. You've been moved by that influencing leader. And then you get home and, you know, the dog pooped on the carpet or chewed up your favorite shoes. The dog or the cat threw up on the carpet. The husband screaming The kids are a mess. The house is a disaster. There's 20 loads of laundry to be done. And you fall back into your normal day-to-day routine and you forget all about the hype that you felt during the event. Have you been there? Do you feel that? Well, that's what an influencing leader, that's the trail they leave behind, (laughs) is they're very good at getting people hyped up. But if you lead with influencing, you also need to know how to keep it going, how to share a plan so they can take that excitement and actually execute it. They also need to know how to build the relationships and follow up and follow through with the people that they get excited to be a part of whatever it is, the goal, the plan, whatever it is they're getting, they're leading. Another thing influencing leaders tend to do is they tend to set big lofty goals. And as an influencer, and I'm, that's what I lead with, I love to chase after the big goals. But what we have to watch out for Is a lot of times, most of the time, actually, the people we're leading are not lofty goal chasers. They want a step by step plan so they can see how this big lofty goal is even going to come together. Because too many times we set these big lofty goals as influencing leaders, we get people hyped up, but deep down, they don't really see how it's really going to happen. And they don't even really put forth the effort that it's going to take the team to work to achieve these big lofty goals. But as an influencing leader, if you take the time to show them the plan, follow up with the plan, let them know how important they are to the plan. As an individual, you will be able to create the vision and achieve the goal, not just get the hype for a temporary time frame. Next, we have our relationship-building leaders. These leaders have an innate ability to take a human component into the equation. They look at how individuals fit into the bigger pictures and can create pathways for them to thrive. They make strong relational connections that bind a group together around a cause, idea, or each other. They love to really get to know their team members. The danger buoys for the relationship building leader include becoming too close to everyone and wanting to be everyone's friend. If they are not aware of this danger buoy, they may spend too much time on the wrong relationships. It would be really helpful for a relationship building leader to keep in mind the Parado Principle. The 80 20 principle that 80% of the people, or I'm sorry, 80% of the results are going to be accomplished by 20% of the people, or 20% of your team are going to be doing 80% of the work. So even though it's important to build relationships with your entire team as a relationship building leader, Look at how you're actually spending your time. Not everyone should get this equal amount of time from you. If you do that, you may be wasting a lot of time with the wrong people. Because I've learned from experience that even though only 20% of the people are accomplishing 80% of the work, it's 80% of your people (laughs) who want your attention. And it's the wrong 80%. They're the ones that are the neediest sometimes, or they're the ones that are the most vocal. And sometimes even the ones that we like the most. We are, you know, we enjoy being in their space, but they may not be the ones that are going to help you get to the goal. So it's just being aware of that. It does not mean that you can't have a relationship with everyone. Just be aware of where you spend your time. Also, depending on what relationship building strengths you have, Some relationship building leaders might become too comfortable with the team that they have and not be open to really welcoming in new team members as quickly as they should. They can tend to get very satisfied, very comfortable, very complacent with the team and not be as actively searching to bring in new team members. Okay, the last leadership style is the strategic thinking leaders. And when a plan needs to be made or a new idea created for solving a problem, these leaders can accomplish that. Whether it's thinking about a current problem or dreaming about how to overcome tomorrows, the strategic thinking leaders can take a thought or an idea and look for the best way to move forward on it. What these leaders need to watch out for is spending too much time brainstorming and not enough time implementing the plan. Guilty as charged. (laughs) Um, So influencing is my number one. Strategic thinking is my number two domain or leadership style. It's also important for the team to understand how you as a leader came up with a plan and how you make decisions. Because sometimes what happens with strategic thinking leaders, their team may give them some ideas, and then they go off on a whole nother tangent, create this great plan, and it doesn't include what the team members suggested. That can cause a lot of angst, a lot of hurt feelings, a lot of um, distrust almost. So it's really important that you let your team know how you make the decisions you make when it comes to coming up with a plan of action. Another danger buoy that strategic thinking leaders need to watch out for is they might have a tendency to switch the plan way too soon. If things are not going the way they envisioned it to go, or it's taking longer to get things going, or sometimes just they come up with a new better idea. They will switch in the middle of the action plan, and even though their mind can comprehend that, your team will not like that <laughs> They will not want to have every plan switched in the middle. So you want to be really aware of that that if you feel like you have to change gears, make minor shifts. Things like that while you're still in the middle of working on a project. Make sure they're small pivots and make sure your team understands why you're making the small pivots. And maybe you might want to have a friend or two that you can talk through and ask them is this a good idea or should we stay with the course right now? So, again, this is all just for your awareness. As you notice, I really didn't give you a lot of solutions today because the solutions really need to be individual. And this podcast was not intended for you to focus on the problems, but instead just acknowledge it, know that it could be lurking out there in the deep sea if you're not careful. And remember, the goal is to sail with your strengths. So don't be so afraid of the pile of rocks that you might get stuck on that you stay at the dock and you don't even work on your leadership skills. You don't even try to implement all the things you're so good at. So go ahead, release those dock lines and just go. But be aware that there may be a pile of rocks to watch out for be ready to acknowledge them and then just change the course when necessary it's really that simple so you've got this and here's to sailing with your strengths now two more things i want to, actually three more things i want to leave you with number 1 if you're still not sure what your leadership style is i have a great brand new guide for you so Click the link below in the show notes, grab that guide, and then let's chat. Send me a message or schedule, let's schedule a call. Hop on a 30-minute, no obligation, absolutely free call, and let's figure out what is your natural leadership style. So go through the ebook and then let's chat, okay? It's my goal is to help you discover, navigate your strengths, and excel as the leader you've been called to be. Now, if you are feeling like, eesh, I am stuck on a pile of rocks, (laughs) I am doing all the things you said not to do, or all the things you warned us about in this podcast, then you might benefit, my friend, from one of my coaching programs. And I do 90 days or three months, or we can do up to six months, depending on what your goals are, what you're working on. And during our time together, we'll identify your strengths. You'll become aware and navigate the areas of lesser strengths. And you'll be able to soar to your next level with so much confidence and pretty much ease that it's going to be almost astonishing to you. (laughs) And so much more fun than staying stuck on that pile of rocks. So if that sounds like you or something you're interested in, again, just reach out, send me a message, email me, or we can still hop on a call and just chat to see what option is best for you. All right, my friends, until next time, go out and make it a wonderful day. And again, don't be afraid, unleash those dock lines and set sail because there's a great journey ahead for you as the leader you've been called to be.